Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good all the things, good things, all the good things. Uh, I am the Bootleg Libertarian. I am your host of Not a Real Libertarian, because there's no such thing and you can't change my mind. Tonight's episode is going to be fan-freaking-tastic. Um, and it looks like one of my uh, cohorts is in the comments section, not realizing that they are using the page account to comment first on the video. But we have a super secret squirrel guest tonight. Uh, someone I have been touting for the last couple hours. Y'all don't know who it is, and I guarantee you won't figure it out. Tonight's episode is very special because it's about my least favorite topic. Anyone who knows me knows I hate guns and I can't stand talking about them. So we're going to talk about them tonight. So here we go. So yeah, uh, go find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. Uh, like, subscribe, hit the bell icon, hit always, do all the things, make the algorithm go yay. Um, especially after tonight's episode, because more than likely we may be getting yeeted off of Facebook uh, for the episode we've got tonight. So, I mean, to hell with it. But uh, we've got some ads here. First up on deck to bat is Tom Queter. Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Uh, Tom runs better than the government, even though his legs are like something out of a horror film. Uh, they're, they're decrepit and tiny. Uh, it's like, I know what it is. Tom's legs look like that scene from uh, Deadpool 2. Where it's like a grown man with little baby legs. That's what it is. Uh, that's part of his disability. And he likes making fun of it because Tom's a sick, deranged human being. But he wants to run for New York State Senate in the 52nd District because Tom runs better than the government. Tennessee Radical Caucus. If you are radical and you like caucus, uh, this is the Radical Caucus for you. Find the Tennessee Radical Caucus on Facebook. Or go to lpradicalcaucus.org. Uh, they support some of the most radical ideas in the LP. And if that sounds like you, go check them out. And then we've got this guy, Fuck Jack Casey. Uh, he wrote a book and then wrote another book and then wrote a third book. Um, and this is that third book, The Crown Did by Gold. So if you like uh, books that I'm contractually obligated to say are good and the author is trash um go check out crown by gold also the alaskan raven for all your meme needs if 
it's it's an Alaskan and it's a raven. I mean, what more do you want? Uh, there's a moose doing another dirty thing to another moose. So there's those fun things there. The Libertarian Party Veterans Caucus, uh, for all your veteran caucus needs, uh, if you are a veteran, uh, go check out their caucus. Um, <laughs> caucus is the only way to go, caucus with GTFO. And then today is a very special day for the newest member of the Libertarian, almost the Libertarian Party, uh, not a real Libertarian network. Uh, Jenny's birthday is today. Um, she is at least 75 years old and she was in the Navy. So that should be all you need to know about her. <laughs> so happy birthday, Jenny. <laughs> She's going to be so fucking mad. <laughs> She's going to meme my existence into the dirt after that. But that's fine. That's okay. I can handle it. And then there's the Greasy Porcupine. Go to Greasy Porcupines. 73, thank you. Yeah. So greasyporcupines.org to find out more about their road services, tune-ups, and maintenance services and repairs, affordable pricing, excellent customer service, and quality workmanship. Uh, so if you like guys who work on a ship, that's what workmanship is, uh, go check out the Greasy Porcupines at greasyporcupines.org. And then I've got my co-host for tonight, Mr. William Doherty. I cannot wait to see what Jenny has for you tomorrow. It's going to be beautiful. I hope she really runs you through the dirt. You deserve it. You but she's going to wait till tomorrow. She's making them now. <laughs> Touche. She probably is. But uh, I, I didn't realize, Jenny, that you were a veteran. We're going to have you on the veteran, not a real veteran, one of these days. Um, if you're down, I know. I know you don't necessarily want to be on the show, but I think we'll talk you into it. But happy birthday, Jenny. We appreciate all your memes and everything you do for the show. And it's time to talk about, what's the topic tonight? Guns. Guns. That's terrible. I thought this was a gun-free show. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't lose yours in a boating accident? I own a boat. And also, <laughs> I have a dog, so I'll hear him coming. Yeah, same. Same. Let me, let me see that again. Is that an M&P? Yeah, that's the M&P, isn't it? No, it's not. It, this is an FN 509 Tactical. Oh, what the fuck? Damn, that's slick, man. Yeah. FN, those are pretty cool. Threaded barrel, the upgraded trigger, the plate for a, a red dot. So our, our guest tonight, um, I, I was actually not going to do this because I felt like a piece of shit for doing it, uh, for like showing off toys. And then my get the our guest and I, I shouldn't say mine our guest and I was like do it man there's people that make money on YouTube doing it and I said you know what you're right so I I walked over to the safe like, see I don't like people walk. to know what guns I own but you own a gun store so people already know you own guns so there's no there's no protecting it so you might as well well the other thing is too is I mean like the the guns I'm going to show off tonight is like a small selection of the arsenal that. That is <laughs> the bootleg arsenal for the bootleg battalion. Um, Hell yeah. Who do you think? Uh, you didn't know about our guest tonight before uh, you logged in. I did not know about our guest. I was shocked. I'm surprised. How much did you have to pay him to show up here? Uh, or is this like kind of a charity event? No, it's literally nothing. <laughs> I, I, I picked <laughs> a charity. I, te- I picked up my cell phone. And I, te- uh, blah, blah, blah. I texted him and said, hey, 
uh i've got no guests tonight what are you doing he, he said uh well i was gonna go um work the corner tonight and make some extra money but <laughs> come on the show i'll do that and i said okay sweet i'll pay you like 50 cent that's worth hell yeah he said, we're, he we're basically that profitable <laughs> yeah <laughs> well now they know exactly who it is at that rate so you gave it away damn bro we're, we're talking all this shit, and he's down there just dying. <laughs> so should we go ahead and bring him up? I think that's probably the fair thing to do now, yeah. No, nah, we'll keep talking. Fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> just fucked up. Oh, Lord. All right, so our guest tonight is a very special gentleman who we care about deeply. I will even say I love this man to death. He's one of my favorite people. Um, he is on the Muddy Waters Network, not the Cajun Libertarian. It is not Cajun this time because I was told we're not allowed to have Cajun on anymore because we've hit our Cajun limit. We, we've One? done too many. No, we've had. Oh, well, you did. You did some time. shows with him by yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he, the rumor is, is he has a much superior beard. It is Mister Bearded Truth who has a show. Monday nights on the Muddy Waters Network. Uh, you can find all the places I've listed earlier. <laughs> I am I am so glad to be here, um, Cajun. Um, but uh, I do want to say that Bootleg did not just offer me fifty cents. He actually offered me every bit of everything that you'll ever get, Will. So um, you can decide to stay with the with the network or it'd be a free slave for, for the rest of ever, or you can move on your own. Um, he said he's something <laughs> about you not being a real veteran, so it's okay. <laughs> it's it's uh, true. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I promised Jason everything that I would give Will, which was 50 cents. I mean, so, <laughs> which is more than I make off this. So, I mean, you know. Oh, oh yeah. We're, we're both forking out cash for this. This this is a project, but uh, hey, oh, we'll, yeah. give it, we'll give it some time. I, I I love I love that you get you were able to to get me on last minute and uh, so grateful for the opportunity tonight. Fuck yeah, yeah man! Thank you, long. Jason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got Connie here. Uh, there we go. Uh, yes, no. So uh, amazingly enough, uh, I could do a shameless plug here real quick. I had Bootleg come on my show what three four weeks ago. And and we we talked around this this idea that we need societies without guns and we need to to end all gun rights and, and everything <laughs> else. Of course not. But uh, now we're 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 coming full circle and now we finally get to talk about implementing gun control and and everything else. So he brought up his his FN scar there or his FN there just to make sure that we can we can see exactly these weapons of terror and uh, be able to to know how to pull them apart, right? Yeah, I think it's a ghost gun, right? It's one of those yeah. like thirty-five magazine clip guns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 point two five seconds, like the whole thing. Exactly, like... the whole thing <laughs> immediately. It's a, it's a ghost gun. <laughs> I love this. This this is the show that America needs, uh, because you know ghost guns and. Bootleg, do you have plates? Do you mind me asking? Would you like to see them? Yeah, I would like to see them. I will return like a bean burrito in the okay. middle of the night. I have, okay. I have so many dinner plates. 
He's going to grab all his dinner plates. <laughs> he is going to grab all his teacup plates. What about you, Jason? You got a you got a kit? Nope. I have uh I've got nothing but a little home defense weapons. Um and uh and that's all that we need here. Thankfully, um I haven't I haven't pissed off too many people yet. But <laughs> just knowing knowing uh knowing what to do in the circumstances uh, the education part is is my more my focus. Damn for the right, moment. Man. Hell yeah. So for those of you who watched Libertarian Jeopardy Live, which apparently Will did not, uh, you oh. will Okay, that, I already know the answer now, but okay. That, uh, yeah, that I wore a plate carrier and a ballistic helmet during the show, but here is that plate carrier. That's pretty nice. Who made that? It is a Crytek Precision. Uh, I can't remember which model it is, but it's uh, AR-500 plates. Uh, the company AR500. That's where I'm going to go um, with. They're a good deal. Yeah, I like Crytek uh, stuff. They make really good stuff. They make... We're not playing this game on this show. <laughs> he he can't... So, so I, I can I just do one quick rebuttal real quick. So this is the Hillary Clinton of every election, right? The Twitter poll was 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 clear. We were we were upset with how close it was. There was eighteen point difference between the two, and we were upset as to how close it was. We think that he had actually used Russian bots in order to to skew the poll in his favor. But uh, the people have spoken. the The network has spoken. The bootleg, not a real libertarian network has spoken. The muddy waters network has spoken. The better beard is with the truth. The bearded truth. And, Damn. And, and we'll drop the mic and leave it at that. So. Ouch. Since you're looking at getting some plates there, uh, Mr. Darty, um, what I will say is two things. Number one, stay away from ceramic plates. Okay. Um, and this is this will be good advice for anybody who's listening <clears throat> yep. who may need uh, plates for you know accidental discharges into yourself if you accidentally are at the range and you accidentally discharge into yourself. Um, you know this. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Because that's what people have plates for. Yes. Yeah. Um, The only reason. Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, don't go with ceramic. The problem with ceramic is... Oh, this is a good comment. Uh, No, not dragon scales. They're trash. They are typically ceramic. Um, The problem with ceramic is once it's hit, it's so so brittle and so fragile. Once it's hit, it loses a lot of its integrity. So if it gets hit near the same spot more than once it's pretty much useless yep. steel plates like ar500 steel plates uh are the best way to go in my opinion they can take multiple hits um they can sometimes withstand higher levels than what they're actually rated for but you need to, to fork out that little extra cash for the anti-spalling coating um and huh. what that the 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 anti-spalling coating is basically an extra coating they put on the steel that way if you do take a round it doesn't splatter up onto your face or into your neck or into your chin uh, because nothing says fun times in the ER, like getting shot in the chest and then having to dig shrapnel out of your neck. Yep. Uh, and, and from my time, so for anyone, anyone who would ever be wondering like what my past was, I am not nearly as cool as bootleg and, and get to sell firearms, but I was actually was in the manufacturing of suppressors for, almost two years. So we got a, we got a 
you know, naturally you're going to have some, some good, good gun loving people there as well. And so um, they kind of would echo what, what bootleg is saying there with go with the steel over, over the ceramic um, durability wise. I mean, it's, there's no comparison. Ceramic, I will do that. Yeah. Ceramic is lighter, but at the end of the day, if you can handle the extra five pounds um, and you're not a complete bitch about it, uh, you'll, you'll thank me later. Um, what's the libertarian stance on clearing barrels? Safety is paramount, bro. Uh, clearing yep. barrels are important. So do you guys, you guys had those in the army, right? They, yeah, that's, that's actually not just a DOD thing. That's a, that's federal legislation that if you use firearms, I believe federal agencies also have clearing barrels in offices where they're required to discharge a firearm. So like, huh. I think the ATF headquarters has a range in or near their office. They actually have clearing barrels at the, I believe in the bottom level of their offices. I believe I'm not hundred percent certain. Don't quote me on that, but it's very close. Makes sense. Any law enforcement would have that. If they have like an armory at all, they're going to have people going in and out of it, arming up. But I never worry about it. I just don't dry fire and, uh, you know, and I have one in the chamber and it's fine. The facility I actually worked at where we made explosives, uh, all the explosives for the DOD, uh, we had armed security on site. They had a clearing barrel there because uh, hmm. that's, that's standard procedure. It's, 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 it's a safety thing. So why? We mean why? Well, why do you need to, to clear it into something? Why do you need to clear it at all? Like, why isn't like just looking good enough? Because uh, humans are stupid, and we tend to forget things. Like, once you've worked, when you've worked a twelve-hour shift, and you've handled a firearm, and you forget that uh, you're tired, and you don't actually check your firearm, uh, a clearing barrel is a good way to do that. I mean, it'll scare the living crap out of you the first time you forget because it's it's typically inside of a building. Um. Most of the vast majority of them outside of like basic training will be inside of a building. Uh, and that loud echo and the ringing in your ears and everybody else yelling at you because you were a piece of shit and you forgot to dis- uh, forgot to empty the chamber. And now everybody around you is deaf. Uh, that's a, it, it teaches a good lesson, but nobody gets hurt. So it's, it's one of those things where <clears throat> it, it teaches the, the basic, dis- the, the basic functions, right? Drop the mag. Uh, it's supposed to lock. <laughs> check the Not slide. without a mag. There you go. Yeah, check the slide. Nothing. Yep. Discharge and go. I'm trying to remember. So on the submarine, um, I'm trying to remember if we actually had a clearing barrel. I mean, we still had to, you know, ship's defense forces, you know, for, for intruders and everything else. We would we would routinely go through and, you know, clear the ship um, for drills and and for for live situations and i'm trying to remember if we had one in our um like a a a smaller clearing barrel inside of our our locker um i know we didn't have one outside of that but i you would i would hope that we had something (laughs) for that i just never worked through that part is the hull of a submarine thick enough to be able to take bullets is it made for that just in case uh the the bigger concern uh, the bigger concern would be uh ship's equipment um, uh, okay. Okay. 
So I worked I worked in the nuclear space, right? So this is this is how we get the power for the steam or this is how we get the steam and then of course the steam for the propulsion for the electricity and then also we do all of our water generation there um for drinking and and for everything else so um i would i would i would expect that you know a uh, uh, unexpected discharge of a firearm in, in those areas could be pretty catastrophic pretty quick <laughs> through a nuclear reactor <laughs> <that'd be terrible. laughs> yeah so um yeah i we had we had a couple lockers on board, and so um, I, I think that there was. I, I now that I'm remembering it, there there was one down down in um, torpedo room, I believe. So, do you do, do you use a clearing barrel for torpedoes or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's fun is um, we shoot. So we shoot water slugs um, commonly. So it's just literally water that we shoot out of the torpedo tubes as like a test and everything else, and and that's always the. The, the fun thing that we get, what we call a nub or somebody brand new on board of we're going to go shoot water slugs. And they think it's like a something like swimming out there, like a slug swimming in the water. It's like oh, it's a water slug. We're going to shoot it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Freaking badass. Does it actually like make an impact? Like how, how far does oh. a water slug move? I, I don't know, but the spooling of the pumps to generate enough pressure behind the torpedoes um everyone in that people space so we have watertight doors um everybody within that people space your ears just immediately um it's it's pretty catastrophic i'm gonna do that shit hopefully hopefully there's videos of that um they're the last person to take a, a picture that was known um, was sitting in jail and was asking for basically the same defense that Hillary Clinton had, asking for his uh, his release. He didn't gr- get granted because he wasn't politically connected, but but we know how that goes. Yeah, it's ridiculous how how hard the UCMJ is on like the smallest of fuck ups in the military. Which I know taking a picture in a classified area is not necessarily small in the scheme of things, but compared to the sentence, I think it is. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the individual, uh, that I was referencing, I apologize for not remembering his name, took a picture with like the floorboards. So he was laying down, took a selfie of the floorboards. Um, clearly if the Russians get a hold of what kind of floorboards we have, they, they, they know enough about the boat. Um, yeah. But our generals can fucking call China and it's no big deal. But if you take a picture in a submarine, you're fucked. uh, Eric Swalwell can sleep with a Chinese spy for years. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, the, now the Russians know what kind of floorboards we use in uh, nuclear yeah. subs, and it's all over. It, they, Diane, well, they already Diane know. Feinstein could have a, a Russian, or was it Chinese spy, or was it Russian? Uh, um, Swalwell or no, Feinstein? no, Diane Feinstein. She also had she also had uh, a foreign spy uh, as a secretary or as a as no an shit, intern. yeah. No, they, there's been a lot of a lot of foreign actors in our in our politics, but that's, that's okay, guys. Just, just yeah. brush that under the rug. I'm under Chinese, the belief, Chinese from Robert. Ah, uh, I'm under the belief that if a, uh, if one secret can like, you know, jeopardize our national defense, we need a stronger defense. Like that's a problem. We should probably just up our game in other areas. If that's actually that big of an issue. Cause I probably yeah. know probably more pomp and circumstance than anything. So next gun, <laughs> <laughs> this was a beaut. It is. I was, I was bragging about this one earlier. Uh, so next week on Thursday, there will be no regularly scheduled episode. Uh, we won't have a guest on Thursday. I will be in Russell, Kentucky for the uh, 
convalescence home uh, protest and city council meeting and all this. Uh, a couple of guys from the RCLP, which is the Redacted Caucus, and the LPKY have asked uh, this network. Streaming to Twitch. Oh, looks like we just got dropped from Twitch. Nice. Yes, Twitch will do that immediately. Yep, I forgot nice. to. I forgot about Twitch. That's Damn. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Fuck them. Uh, it's amazing they noticed that. Honestly, it's impressive. Uh, but yeah, so the RCLP has asked that we stream the protests live and the city council meeting live. So next week I will be in Russell, Kentucky streaming. Uh, so there won't be a regularly scheduled episode, but there will be this live stream. Uh, it'll be probably about three, four hours long. And I will be carrying this. If I can Hell get yeah. frame here. <laughs> If we could get back onto Twitch real quick just to be shut down again, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) No, they won't let you. You're you're probably already banned for. I do want to say. Well, hold on. It says we're live on Twitch now. So maybe it was just like a connection issue. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. It's it's, Uh, Twitch is Twitch is so from from what I've seen from other people, uh, Twitch is very responsive in that. Uh, I don't know how they collect this information, but I've there was a there was a streamer, a big name streamer. So this may be a little bit of a difference, but he had a home intruder while he was streaming, pulls out a gun and and was banned five minutes later. Damn. Well, I noticed we didn't lose a single viewer from that, so maybe Twitch isn't the best investment anyway. <laughs> well, let me, let me, I'm, I'm looking it up right now, so. Not a... Dude, that handguard is fucking sweet, though. What is that? Not a podcast. Uh... He's twitching it up. Oh, no, yes. we're still live, bro. Oh, huh. sweet. Yeah, hold on. Check We've, survived. Oh, We've survived the Twitch ban so far. Twitch this, yeah. Twitch this dick, boys. <laughs> Let's go back, see if we can get banned off somewhere else real quick. Uh, so this is, I'm trying to move the, the company here. Uh, it is a company. I'm not going to, so I'm not going to attempt the name. Uh, they're made in Turkey, but it is a, a gas-fed, magazine-fed, uh, 12-gauge. Oh, auto shotgun. It is styled similar to an AR-15 with the charging handle on the side. And uh, it is my newest toy as of today. Um, and it's, it's, it's magnificent. It's, it's a, it's a V it's a VR 60 uh, for anyone who wants to look it up. And this is a secret that's supposed to stay within this podcast, right? So only where this yeah. podcast goes can you guys tell. <laughs> so if you guys want to share this information, you have to share it, right? Yeah, they have to share the video uh, and then like, subscribe, follow. Also, if you know anyone who has a business that wants to advertise on the show, you have to do that as well. Uh, and so can I go ahead and plug that real quick, Jason? I, of course. So. No, you can't plug your own stuff on your own show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so for those of you who didn't watch Tuesday, uh, and I know who you are, because I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been watching you. Um, I would like to start doing 
a monthly episode, once a month episode called Libertarians Under Fire. And what it would be is uh, I would go around the nation and find libertarians and go shooting while talking about policy. Um, not even just gun policy. It would be. Yes, I was fucking live Tuesday, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he he fucking counter-programmed me. What a dick. That's all right. I still love him. Uh, he's a good dude. Um, but so it would be going around the nation and shooting with libertarians and talking about policy. We would discuss whatever policy is relevant to their area or at the nation at the time, whatever it is. Um, and that's that's what I'm looking to do. Um, it would be anyone from Spike Cohen to to um, what's that lady's name out in California? Angela McCardle. Um, McCardle. I almost said Markle. Angela Merkel. Oh, <laughs> different different person. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Not the same I don't person. think she'd be in favor. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think she would be down. Uh, last time the last time Americans gave Germans guns, it didn't end well. Um, you could try with Diane Feinstein over there in California. She's there too. Oh yeah, she loves yeah. guns. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that ones. If, if, <laughs> if there's a gun in my hand, I don't know if I could resist. Um, Angela McDonald's. No shit. <laughs> hey. says, uh, says Robert. Angela McDonald's. No, come to Oklahoma, bootleg. I've got I've got a free range. You can we can use free. Well, if we have people who want to sponsor that show, mm. you can sponsor that show specifically. And I've got all kinds of bugs flying around me. These stupid chickens have like drawn so many bugs into this house because of the food. I need to move the food outside. Um, I'm not dirty, I promise. Maybe a little bit. Like pig pen over here, man. Just got dust yeah. like flying out all not, over you and stuff. You're not a real bootlegger unless you're a little dirty. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you need a little fly action for it to be a real bootlegger. But if this is a show that you are wanting to see, you want to see libertarians with guns in their hands talking about policy, uh, you can donate to that or you can sponsor the show, whatever. You need to reach out to us. Um, I'd love to get this thing going, but it has, I, this is something I can't do off of my dime. It's going to be too expensive. We need sponsors. So reach out and, uh, sponsor that show. Um, and you will get a direct shout out if you donate enough money, like more than 10 bucks. So Whew. I'm donating 11 after this. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, Yes, sir. This is maybe the most important question I can ask you. What is your favorite firearm? Oh, man. Um, a disassembled broken one that's melted down. Uh, no. Um... Oh, no. He dropped off. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> No, um, so my ex, so firearms that I've shot, right? You want you, you don't want me just to to go with with uh with a random one. So firearms that I've shot. So I've got limited number of guns. I've probably shot roughly in the round 
20, 25 guns. I would say probably just because it was my first fully automatic weapon that I got to fire was a nine uh, millimeter um, MP5. That one was fun. The other one uh, was because I was destroying suppressors with it. So we were and, and this one was was a little beautiful to me because it was my first day working at the suppressor shop that I had referenced earlier. And it was just it was just your run of the mill AR-15 that we had drilled out, made fully automatic. And I put 367 rounds through it in like two, three minutes. Um, so between those two, those would be my favorite personally fired. Um, but outside of that, I've I've always been I've always been in love with the uh yeah i'll I'll leave it what gun would i love to shoot i have always been a big sniper Uh, whether it's in video games or or if i was to be out on the field i wanted to be a sniper i i love the idea of like being stuck in in a rugged situation and i know that this one is completely unrealistic for that but i've always wanted the the 50 cal we actually um we're about to crowdfund to go in and rent a 50 cal um from from my friend who owns it and and spend the i think at the time it was 19 dollars a round it was going to be worth it um, you could so be like that the, bad motherfucker who carried it at the Virginia rally the whole yeah. time. That, that yeah. Was, uh, the, the, what is it? The Beretta M2? Yeah. I think that's what think it so. is. That's, yeah. I think it's the designation, the, the Beretta yeah. M2. Hmm. They've got one. Um, so if anyone is in South Carolina along with me, if you go down to Monk's Corner, I believe it was, down near Charleston, they have one at at the gun range down there that you can rent and you can go fire it on their range. Like that's just amazing. So, so the thing that I love most about this is that this is not just an experience for the shooter, but everybody in the vicinity because of how much air gets moved from this. If, if you guys go on YouTube that um, for those of you guys who are not as big of gun nuts as, as of course what bootleg and, and will are, um, but just seeing just the, the impact of, in the movement of everything having the floating barrels of course is incredibly important for that but yes it's freaking so, badass a, a beretta uh, I'm, I'm trying to actually pull it up here i uh for those of you who don't know i am actually a uh a licensed federal firearms dealer uh it's a let's see it's a beretta 99 is a beretta 99 or a 95 uh nope it's a beretta 82 alpha one that's what yeah that sounds right huh so you will get to see the behind the scenes of what it looks like buying guns for a store here but (sighs) that is the beretta that mr truth is uh speaking of Um, oh it's a barrett too barrett makes it not beretta that's why i was confused yeah that's right oh i found it at the same time you did yeah for those of you who don't know, uh, the Barrett 50 Cal is the official firearm of Tennessee. That is the state firearm. <laughs> With the 50 BMG round. Oh, my word. I love it. See, that's that's the stuff that gets me off. Because for, for whatever reason, right, it's the big thing. It's the big stuff, right? I like when I was in when I was digging into like car audio or cars or whatever, it was always about the biggest, the baddest, and the, and the strongest. And... 
and shooting the Barrett, it's just like, yeah, you fuck that motherfucker and the motherfucker behind that motherfucker and the motherfucker next to the motherfucker. And the motherfucker <laughs> hiding in the house behind those motherfuckers. <laughs> I just want to show everybody this badass, since we're talking about it, we got to make sure everybody remembers what a, yes. what a beautiful moment that was. What that a guy. Trigger discipline, though. Look at that. Look at that. That's atrocious. His finger's all over the fucking trigger. True. He's going and he's a anyway. firearm store owner, by the way. I read that. He came down from New York for the rally. So nice. What's what's actually really funny is a lot of gun store owners, or I shouldn't say gun store owners, a lot of people that work in gun stores are really radicalized by the process that it takes to sell someone a firearm. Uh there's a kid that works, and I'll say kid because he's younger than I am, and I'm fairly still young. Uh he is the most radical like he 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 actually rivals me on how radical he is on firearm legislation uh i walked in the store one day and i was talking about man i said fuck this i said these 4473s are killing me i said this is the dumbest shit i've ever seen and i could see his eye twitching and like he like starts shaking and shit and i said yeah i said the best way Waco would have ended up with David was with David Koresh dead, but all the ATF agents uh, also not uh, having a good day. And I'm not going to say exactly what I said. And he's like, "Fuck you," he said. He said this shit's so stupid. He said I should be able to buy a fucking fifty cal, fucking belt fed machine gun on Amazon mm-hmm. and have that shit shipped to my home. And I said, "Yeah, I agree, man." Yeah, and uh, we talked for like an hour about that. That's my boy. That's right. Fuck the ATF. That was always my my favorite days was when the ATF came. I think I I told you this, Chris, uh, a while back. But every time that the ATF would come, I'd be like, "How does it feel to be like a part of an unconstitutional agency enforcing unconstitutional laws? Like, how does that feel? Like, how do you sleep at night?" (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys feel good about doing this? Do you feel good about checking in to seeing if if people are are following the Constitution not in accordance with your rules and standards? And then I would just like go down this rabbit hole with them of being like, so you guys are just worthless government paid employees to do whatever you want because who cares about laws? <laughs> so what people will do for a freaking paycheck, though. I mean, that's what's sad yeah. about the whole federal government. There's so many unconstitutional departments, but... They're, if they're getting paid, they're a problem, and it's hard to convince them otherwise. You know, they, they'd rather feed their family than do the right thing. Which I guess you so, can sympathize with it. I am arguably one of the most radical people on this network for firearm ownership, but I will say that not not all field agents agree with the legislation. Um, yeah. the the individuals who have come to my home because I run my store out of my house, uh, they have admitted that they don't agree with 90% of the legislation, which is far better than you yeah. would, I would honestly give a lot of the agents credit for. Um, they've agreed that like, this is stupid. Like when you have an, when you have a, an AR with a short barrel, but no stock, that's, that's a pistol, but you've got a pistol like this. If I put a, if I put a grip, a hand, a hand grip right here, now it's an AOW and it's illegal. And, they they agree that all of these laws are insanely stupid. They yeah. make no sense, and it's it's regulated by retards. Um, it's made by people who don't know about guns. I mean, exactly. We, we, we referenced the ghost gun earlier. 
What's a ghost gun, guys? Oh, it's just a gun without a serial number. Oh, no! <laughs> it's going to be so much more deadly without that serial number! Um, <clears throat> but did y'all see we've had two big wins uh, against the ATF this week? I did not see the wins against the ATF. Those are, those are... Oh, I saw one of them. Saw one of them. So the first one I will reference is David Chipman will not be oh, yeah. the head of the ATF. Can we get a round of applause, please? Woo-hoo! Who's uh, the new shit stain going to be? Stay tuned for another episode yeah. of The Government Still Doesn't Care About You. Probably won't be much <laughs> better, but at least there won't be a picture of him standing over the Waco wreckage, hopefully. Oh, man. Well, there's a lot of agents there, so I'll, don't hold True. your breath. True. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> the second win... Is that we now know through an, a leaked or a leaked letter, um, and I, I believe it's internal communications from the ATF that most ATF agents are considered too fat to be field a, field agents. I saw that. Yes, yeah. I think you shared that in one of our groups. Like this is, it makes sense. It makes sense. Your gluttonous people living off of the the people's dime. You are just it, the body persona of government like this is this is you 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 embody our federal government by being yeah i get it <laughs> i feel like i feel like most cops in general probably fit that stereotype though it's not like i didn't even hear what you said and i still know what you guys are talking about but the, exactly the the atf and leaked uh memo about field agents being too fat of course like they they don't <laughs> David Chipman definitely wouldn't have passed as well. Um, Nick says he's got bitch tits, so that's true. So uh, David Chipman shouldn't have gotten that either. So, so I want to go ahead and share the. So this came from Thomas Quater, and it's in a group chat that a lot of us are in for uh, (laughs) for for Crack House, as we endearingly call it. So if you're not on Crack House, get on Clubhouse. but this is the letter. It's it, <laughs> it basically says that, uh, what is it? Uh, does, I think it says a percentage. It, it's a small zoom. More than our half end. of our enforcement personnel is either obese and or having been using agency benefits as of 2019 audit. And it basically goes on to say that the vast majority of agents who have died in the last three years have died from from heart failure due to obesity. (laughs) There are more agents in the ATF dying from heart failure and obesity-related conditions than are dying from from (laughs) dangerous That That's the answer right there. That's our government for you. Yep. So, you know, nobody who's like, <laughs> nobody who's, I think, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, nobody who's like, you know, in great shape and like loves fitness and stuff like dreams of being an ATF agent. I just don't see the connection there. Like if you're an extraordinarily disciplined person. I feel like you go on to do better things. There's, there's a connection there between people's willpower and their goals in life and ending up as a fucking ATF agent. So I'm sorry. 
I think so, with this all, like while we're advocating for gun control and like stopping the government um, or putting the government in place of, of us being able to defend ourselves, I think that this letter shows that we also need the government controlling our health care. So if we can just get universal <laughs> health care, like we would all be in a better place. We would all be dying of heart attacks. It's great. Damn right. <laughs> I feel like a terrible person right now, but it's okay. I'm done right now, dude. Um, it's just funny because they're cops. Like, they're supposed to be the enforcers, and, I mean, clearly they can't. But, hey, that makes us feel good because if libertarians just need to stay in shape, and then we can always outrun them, always outshoot them, and we'll be fine. It's great. And and let's be honest. I've been to a couple a couple uh, libertarian events. We could, we could definitely use some help, too. We could step <laughs> it up. We could step it up. So <clears> – <throat> This comment right here, it says, wow, that's crazy. Are you posting this image somewhere that I can share it? Thanks. Yes. As soon as this episode... If I can move my fucking chair here. Um, as soon as this episode ends, I will post the image of the letter on the page. So anyone who wants uh, a copy of it and wants to die laughing, as I have done, um, it will be available for you to share, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh all, all the good things. Gotta, gotta keep getting that plug in. Um, but yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> More agents died in the last three years from heart attacks or obesity-related incidents than have died from uh, physical altercations with Americans. Which, to be fair, I would much rather them die from heart attacks than knowing that they've been shooting Americans. So it's funny, but thankful. Yeah. And you know, if I could go ahead, if man. I could, po- if I could point out Brian's comment real quick, if you want to pull that up, uh, heart disease killed more people than COVID last year. Time to make McDonald's and Krispy Kreme illegal. If anybody remembers when COVID vaccine started coming out, Krispy Kreme was like free donuts. If you come and get this, they're literally trying to help people die from this rather than from COVID. It, it's amazing. This it's just, uh, I think I saw that they upped the ante or something. Like they're still doing it, definitely. But I'm pretty sure that they even doubled it or something like that. They're giving extra donuts now, but yeah, <laughs> some some absolute horseshit. And I, I saw now that um, <laughs> McDonald's is the real ghost gun. That's awesome. I saw now that um, COVID was the third leading cause of death in the U.S. last year, but still, it's not even close to anything that obesity, smoking, you know, any of the real causes do. So they don't regulate that shit. I mean, I guess they do, but. They don't. they don't kick people out of, you know, healthcare for it or fire them for it. So, which is, which, which on itself, I, I know we don't want to dive into COVID on this conversation, but if people cared more about their health, COVID wouldn't be nearly as, as bad as what it is. If people True. started taking care of themselves and then <laughs> took vitamin C, D and zinc and stuff like that, you could be in a better circumstance, but don't talk about your own personal health. We just need to get that vaccine. People. If, uh, if they started, if they started regulating McDonald's and you could only buy so much McDonald's in a month, there would be a lot of really obese ATF agents quitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the freaking New York soda ban. Like that shit's absolutely insane. You can't get a big gulp in New York City now. Just, to, just imagine. I drink so many big gulps a day, and I, they're all diet. But still, like, what do you, what do you go? Ridiculous. On? Diet Sprite, like, dude. You know me. I'm all about the frescas, the diet seven up, the diet sprite, man of patterns. Mm, man of patterns. So what? Are, what is your favorite gun, bootleg? 
Yeah. So yeah, do, are you are you wanting to know my favorite gun that I own or the favorite no your gun dream gun your dream gun if you could buy anything if you had all the money in the world if I had all the money in the world tanks don't count it has to be a small arm yeah oh I was gonna say about... tactical nuke at that point uh... I don't know if you've seen the meme recently but there's the meme of like different countries and then there's like one random guy I think his name was Randy Randy had three I think Bootleg on our episode I brought that up yeah um... brought... it was Randy or John or something I was like yeah that guy had enough money to get them if I have all the money I want to have four to beat him <laughs> So, if I had all the money in the world, if I had all the money in the world, um, it would be an M134 minigun. For Damn. those of you who don't know what that is, hmm. it's this. Oh God! <laughs> Look, I'm what they what they mount on helicopters. Yeah, they do. They uh, isn't that the one that they they made a helicopter to go around the minigun? You're thinking of the A-10 Warthog, but this is what w. it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. This this minigun is so powerful that it actually requires an electrical charge to operate uh, the firearm. So if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it actually requires electricity to be plugged into this thing to operate it. Um, and I believe the Russians tried to make a duplicate of this and tried to... Fucking wheel keeps dropping off. Um... He he's like he drops all the way out. Like when he drops, he's gone. Yeah, there he is. I keep uh, I gotta stop googling shit while I'm in the middle of the show. Yeah, quit fucking with the comments too. No, I'm just kidding. Well, um, <laughs> oh, do what I want. <laughs> do what I want. Do we just I do what him? I want? We just we just lost her. Well, there we go. No. Um. But uh, I, I believe the Russians actually tried to make a duplicate of this for like a uh, a unit suppression weapon. Um, and the battery pack that they had to have weighed more than the, the troops that they were using to, to try and demo this thing. <laughs> so <laughs> you just have to have a squad of, of people carrying different battery packs. So that way it's smaller, but you have like 10 guys following one guy with a minigun. <laughs> <laughs> Like five guys plug in together and they're all standing there like with a fucking minigun. So does your FFL let you get something like that? Is that a possibility? So I can actually so <clears throat> I'm a type 07 manufacturer. Um I can actually pay five hundred dollars a year to build machine guns in my basement. Um and that's so this <clears throat> All right, rant time. <laughs> I'm here the for dirty it. Dirty secret about firearms in America is that nothing is illegal if you have the right amount of money. If you have the appropriate amount of money that the government wants you to have, uh, you can buy, build, <laughs> manufacture whatever you want to any kind of firearm that you want. Um, if I pay the right amount of money every year, I can build that. If I have the right amount of money every year, I can build explosives in my house. If I have the right amount of money every year, I can build and manufacture whatever the fuck I want to. But you, William, cannot as if you don't have the money. If you don't have money, they don't want you buying these things. And it's mm-hmm. stupid. It's 
fucking retarded. It's the dumbest shit ever because it's not about safety of Americans. They pretend it's quote unquote safety, right? It's not. It's never been about safety. It's been about money because it costs money to get the FFL. It costs money to get the NFA uh, tax stamp for me to manufacture class three items. Mm-hmm. But here's a dirty secret too. Most Americans believe that machine guns are illegal in the United States. They're not. You can buy one of over 160,000 machine guns that are still in circulation in the United States. As long as it's made before 1986. Why the fuck does that matter? Because money. Yep. Because they want to make sure that anyone who's making it is selling it to them. Because once it's once it's cut off in 86, they understand. And what the other thing that they were doing. So I'm, I'm all over the fucking place because I'm mad. I'm pissed off. Fuck it. Um, the dirty secret was is ATF agents were actually going around buying pre-86 machine guns and destroying them. So the cost of them would go up so more fewer people could afford them. So at one point in time, pre-86 banned machine guns, there was more than 500,000 in circulation. They went around and bought them up and destroyed them to make the cost go up. So only people with more than $10,000, because that's pretty much your entry-level price right now for a machine gun, is about $10,000. Only people with $10,000 to just blow can buy machine guns. Or, if you're a bad motherfucker, uh, you can take a coat hanger and make ARs into machine guns in your basement. This is not legal advice. <laughs> Draw the do. third hole. Yeah. Well, see, the, the coat hanger didn't require the third hole. Being drilled. How, how do you do it? It's kind of like an in, internal bump stock situation. You cut, twist, bend, put in. To close what? Up and move. Bop it, twist it, pull it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Chris, can you explain this? I mean, don't. This is uh, all hypothetical. Uh, if I hypothetically wanted to do this to an AR 15, what am I doing? So, <clears throat> the, the way that it works, right, uh, is so this is actually another device that was banned during the 86 ban. Uh, it's called an auto sear, or it's a it's an auto disconnect sear, whatever the hell the terminology was. Um, quit playing with your pussy on screen, bro. <laughs> Dude, he um, won't leave me alone. I keep throwing him away, and he just comes right back. <laughs> he yeah. loves me. But so the way the hold on, I'm not getting my AR out again. That wasn't an AR, but okay. No, yeah, I'm not getting my AR. Out. So. In, in this housing here, I thought it was a better diagram. Yeah, uh, that's going to be hard here, to see. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Um, Just explain it. Your, so your trigger... Uh-huh. Actually, so I did, a, I did a video on this, on that binary trigger... Not binary trigger. Uh, the, the, uh, the trigger is like three or four weeks ago uh, that got banned by the ATF because they classified the trigger as a machine gun. But the way that it works is when you pull the trigger... The hammer comes back and catches, or, or it comes back, comes forward, hammer slides, boom, fire. Then you have to pull the trigger again. The way that the, the coat hanger or this auto sear disconnect works is it disconnects the, the tab that would 
catch the the trigger mechanism. Gotcha. So, okay. So what it does is, so when you pull the trigger, it continues just nonstop. Moves. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So as the as the bolt carrier group comes back, it rearms it. It comes forward, and same thing. So it's just basically pushing it back, and it operates continuously. Um, and that's what that that coat hanger modification does. Um, now the trigger that I had talked about earlier, it's the FRT 15, I believe it is, um, from, uh, can't remember the name of the company. Um, but the way that it operates is in a similar way, but it doesn't. So it, it operates as a trigger being pulled one time uh, externally. So you pull the trigger one time and one round is fired, but internally. So yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Externally, it operates as a machine gun. Internally, it operates as a semi-auto machi- uh, uh, rifle. So it, it it cycles the entire way like a semi-auto uh, rifle does, but it um, disconnects on its own and it keeps firing and all this thing. Huh. Um, I've been I've been drinking. It's it's been. <sighs> there's better research people can do i understand how these things work passing along is a little difficult sometimes um but it it it, the way that it operates is with a semi-auto there's a there's a catch so when you pull the trigger it fires it gets caught with the the coat hanger it prevents it from getting caught and so it continuously operates Hmm. that's the best way to explain it in simple layman's terms I'm just trying to think of how you, how the fuck, what, like, what part you would take out of the bolt, where you would put the coat hanger. It's pretty tied up in that shit. So, so but I'm gonna look it up. I'm curious now. I'm probably gonna get the right? ATF after me for sure. I'll be right back. Use the VPN. <clears throat> yeah, use it for real. For um, real. Yeah. No, I got. I got to see. Um, like I said, my first day, we had a an AR-15, right? Manufactured to be semi-automatic, and uh, so they drilled out the third hole because we needed to be able to have the switch for it because everything above the table um and and so we they still have those kits so if you have an ffl and you have what what bootleg was describing i forgot what the what the class of ffl is or the the permit there um you're basically you have a little kit that's going to go into that same spot but instead you would use a coat hanger there okay okay hell yeah i see what you're saying the coat hanger actually goes right here if it'll focus in There we there go. You. Beautiful. And so what happens is is when you pull the trigger, it comes forward, and it instead of catching the bolt, when the bolt carrier group comes back, it'll rearm it and it locks it back every time. You see how it caught? It won't do that. that yeah. Yeah, it'll continuously huh. operate. So that's fucking badass. <laughs> Learn about the third hole here on the bo- on the libertarian podcast. This the is not hole. legal advice. We're not encouraging anybody to do this. We're just telling you how you can do it for Out educational purposes. Do not fall exactly. Do not break laws. So, if you're accidentally messing with coat hangers and your firearms, this is what you would not do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do people in Texas and firearm owners have in common? Coat hangers are making a comeback. Oh, did you just come up with that? 
Yes. That was b- beautiful, man. That was. Please. It's terrible, but it's beautiful. Very, very well done, but but awful. Oh, yeah, tasteless, but good. I am a, I am an abhorrent human being. I'll, I'll fully applaud you for that. I don't even give a shit. That was a great fucking joke, dude. I don't give a shit. That was fucking hilarious. Over it. That was, that was next tier. That was top tier. Relevant, applicable. It's dark. I don't give a shit. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Yep. People said, bootleg, your show's great. Why aren't you on Muddy Waters? And then I tell jokes like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did bootleg just tell a coat hanger joke? Yeah. There's a very niche market for that. And I think Libertarians <laughs> are here for it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like we, uh, you know, we're we're just in between pro life and pro choice enough to make those jokes. We're not too emotional about it. Oh man, do it, Joe. Make it into a meme. I was going to suggest it. Put it on the page. Ouch! I'm still reeling over that one. I'll be honest with you. That was impressive. I I think you've you've earned the gold star for the week. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that. See, the dirty joke is is that ninety percent of my content that rolls around in my head gets filtered out. Uh, but I've had such a good time tonight, and I've pushed all the limits that I can, and we're yeah. still streaming to all the platforms. Uh, what's one more? What's one more? <laughs> what's one more? What's what's one more? If we did give you guys enough things to get to get your feelings in. Uh, here's one more for you. I like it. Oh man. If that, if that, if you guys are able to, in the comment section, make that into a meme and that goes viral, make sure you guys give credit. Yeah, credit give boot, bootleg all the credit. Please don't include me or Jason in the meme whatsoever. <laughs> all bootleg. All don't bootleg. reference this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, just please, just put all the credit where it's due. Bootleg joke. Just making sure that's said. Oh, man. So there was a joke <clears throat> that I told in uh, Tunica, Mississippi. Uh, Spike Cullen was having a very serious discussion with someone. And I turned around and I made a, a similarly like fucked up joke like that. And I looked and Spike looked at me. He looked down. And he just turned back around and just kept talking. And I knew he wanted to say something. <laughs> I, can't, I wish I could remember what the joke was. Oh, man. We can uh, we can imply that it was terrible and dark and tasteless. But, <laughs> but funny, I think sure. that this, this goes into, like, kind of the mindset. So of I would say because we're all veterans, we're we're much more welcoming and accepting of, of truly dark humor. And And – Oftentimes, right, I, I've got friends that I work with. That they're like, I love dark humor. So I give them a couple jokes and they like look mortified. I'm like, oh, you meant like dark, like gray dark. You didn't mean like dark. Like, <laughs> you can't see where the fuck you're going dark. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> oh, dark humor is like food. Not everybody gets it. Oh. I feel like it just has to do with how like grounded you are of a person, honestly. If a joke can throw you off, if something intended to be funny and it bothers you, it's kind of like, eh, what, why are you so sensitive, man? Like, I don't know. I yeah. can laugh at anything if it comes from a good place. Yeah. It, it, even if like it didn't come from a good place, but like it was a bad joke, it's like, that's a bad joke. Try better next time. Yeah, exactly. You, get, like, you have more attempts. 
I don't I don't think Bootleg's a bad guy. He's a father. It's like he's not. Yeah, people are people are too fucking sensitive these days. It's a problem. Have you seen Have you seen my kids? They fucking twitch. Because <laughs> you fucking probably dropped them. Probably didn't put your AR five hundreds on them, and they got shrapnel. <laughs> child abuse is funny. We went, we went from abortion <laughs> to child abuse so fast. Yep, you were right, Jason. Just another limit. What's one more? Where are you going next, bro? What's next? Do you guys want to do dead baby jokes for for five minutes? <laughs> favorite jokes. Oh man! Oh, these are your favorite too. This this is why I'm so. I'm gonna get kicked off of Muddy Waters Media for this. <laughs> how well, many does it take you. to paint a wall? Depends on how hard you throw them. <laughs> so, Jason, I will say, if you get kicked off Muddy Waters, we still have a Friday slot if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got I've got two really quick ones, and then I have to I have to digress <laughs> on these. Uh, they both start off with the same punchline, but um, or the 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 starting line. The first one is is what's the difference between a a baby and a hooker? Mm. You don't know? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I might might die. That's amazing. All right, and then here's the second. Go ahead and just remove myself. (laughs) Uh, And the the second one is what's the difference between a baby and a hooker? Well, the hooker tells you your dick looks big. The baby makes you feel it. Now I'm being tested as a person. I was like, just a second ago, like, oh, people are too fucking sick. <laughs> now my I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you guys, like, you could. These jokes are not for everybody, and I apologize if you guys are 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 anyways uh, offended by these jokes. I'm sorry. These come from a good place where I. So to give you guys an example of like me as a veteran, me as a person. Um, I think Cajun, Cajun, once he stops crying, <laughs> but um, there are there is whoa, 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 dark humor. Did you just fucking call me Cajun or Bootleg? Whoa, 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 I am so sorry. <laughs> well, our guest had to go to not. Uh, Definitely deserve that one. But once Bootleg stops crying from that, but there are there are people that will make dark jokes in very very hard times such as one of my favorite jokes I've ever heard was the day of the Boston Marathon um, bombing. Um, One of my favorite comedians is Anthony Jeselnik. He tweeted out on the day of the Boston Marathon, the day of people are still being picked up going to the, to the emergency room. And he says, you know, um, some lines are just not never meant to be crossed. And today it was the finish line. If you could find humor in that, you have a dark sense of humor. These jokes are, of course, not for the victims or not for people who are are hurt by these. But morning, yeah. But it's to help people laugh, and and so cage is what you get when you order you fish bootleg from Wish. I love it. But <laughs> this is that's that's the humor that I I move to. So it's it is what it is. Now you guys know a little more about me, and that's that's terrible. You guys don't like me for it. It's cool. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I have a buddy who had both his legs blown off in an ID, and uh, like like from pretty much 
I'll say like four inches of his legs from his hip down exist. Oof. And he texted me one day and he said, Hey, you know what the best part about having your legs blown off is? And I said, Fuck, what is it? He says, When you sit on a commode too long taking a shit, your legs don't fall asleep. And I said, You fuck. It's pro- probably true. It's probably kind of nice. He said, "He said it's great, bro." He said, "I don't feel nothing." He said, "I can sit there for days." He said, "It's all right." I bet monkey bars are a lot fucking easier. Just a thought, you know. Climbing trees? No, never mind. Not climbing trees. Monkey bars, though. I'll stick to that. I told him. I said, uh, "I said you are the epitome of a slug, bro." I said, you, <laughs> I, said "I asked him. I said, do you just lay toilet paper out and just drag your ass?" <laughs> I can't laugh at these. These are terrible. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, uh, uh. for those who are still w- watching, and I have watched our numbers kind of drop a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. Uh, it's just the time. It, it may be the time, and it may be the jokes. Uh, it's probably it, the jokes. It's probably the jokes, but it's fine. It's totally fine. I mean, who starts a show for other people? Right? Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't imagine why we can't get sponsors for the Libertarians Under Fire show. Oh. Yep. Yep. Whew. All right. <laughs> How about them guns, though, huh? <laughs> guns. This is a gun show. No, Jimmy, we're still double digits somehow. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of people who are sick, deranged human beings. Uh, and yes, my hat says, hello, my name is Duncan Limp. And That was and badass, Will, yeah. Great hat. Will is playing with his pussy again. True. I am... See, these are, these, these are the times in which, like, you show, like, just of how dark your humor is, and people are either like, I can accept this person, or they go, I'm never tuning into the Not A Real Libertarian podcast again. That's <laughs> uh, okay. We don't yeah. need them. Yeah. Uh, we are Duncan, but, absolutely. But hey, guys, I got to piss bad, so. <laughs> too much diet right. Too, too many much fucking fresca. No shit. So, uh. Are we in this soon, or do I, do I just need to leave and come back? Well, it's up to Jason. If Jason to needs you. to go, I, I, look, I'll do this all night until y'all say stop. I mean, I'm I'm an idiot, so don't forget to wipe. <laughs> don't forget to wipe. Well, I'll tell you what. I need to get food too, so I'm okay. gonna log off. I love you guys. Thanks for being on, Jason. Hey, appreciate it. You could you could just pull a Spike Cohen and just eat live on the air. I need to go. I want to go get dinner, man. I'm I'm like super hungry. I worked out. He's today, getting McDonald's. So. He's he's training to be in the ATF. That's right. <laughs> Damn right. Bringing this back, shoo-in, man. I'd be a shoe in, except for my record. But that's okay. We won't go there. But how uh, many dogs? Quick question before you go. If you want to join the ATF, how many dogs have you shot? Um, unfortunately, none. I'm yeah, I'm very much against animal abuse. I know you're absolutely yeah. right. But I would do it for a big enough paycheck. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do it. Fuck the ATF. Yeah, Fuck yeah. you guys and your jokes. You're all terrible fucking human beings and you're all going to hell. Well deserved. Well and deserved. Good night. See ya. Appreciate it, Will. Uh, yeah. Uh, dark humor definitely does get the best of us sometimes. But 
I, I really do like for me, like to quickly touch on this and then we can we can go. But um, onto other subjects, this really is the difference between like a lot of veterans because of the the fucked up shit that we've seen and, and interacted with and kind of uh, the mentality that we've gone through to where this is when you find veterans, usually they're more apt to be an accepting of this. And and I'm not saying like if you're a civilian and this is like a sensitive for you that you have to just accept the way that this is. But this is way that some people deal with with situations and so um don't hate bootleg and will for for laughing at my jokes and don't hate me for making them i i apologize i've never never done anything of those sorts of things that we joke about but yes so anyways bootleg not the cajun (laughs) i feel terrible for that i i don't know which one i feel worse about calling you cajun on accident because your facial hair does look better than his um (laughs) (laughs) we're making terrible jokes but you should feel worse about uh calling me cajun i i I think so i think i'm on that i think i'm on that vibe but but we never did get to ask will do you know what will's favorite gun is we didn't get to ask him and i should force him back on here I feel like that should be like your your opening question for anyone who wants to join the Jenny. Are you still in the, the chat? You're the newest member of the not a real libertarian family. What's yours? If everyone, everyone in the chat, drop your drop your favorite firearm. There you go. Yeah, make the comments. All the drive the algorithm. What? But <clears throat> this way we can also see who left us. <laughs> But um, but yeah, no. So it's um, I'm 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 really excited about the whole idea that we had a couple wins in in the ATF, and the bump stocks are finally back in legal. I don't know if you saw that. I think we covered that one as well, right? Um, on my show, I think we did. Um, oh, Alex Flores says my hey, AR10 hey, is my favorite, chambered in 308. Mm. So. <clears throat> For those who don't know, an AR-10 is similar to an AR-15. It's just chambered in a different round. Uh, AR-10s are chambered in 308 slash 7.62 or 7.62 slash 308 because America. Um, but if you talk to your legislators about this, the AR-10 is five times safer or five points safer than the AR-15. <laughs> Factual. Uh <laughs> It's all, it only weighs as much as five moving boxes, not what what you say ten. <laughs> it just, I, I I love that. <laughs> I yes, five AR safer. Uh, when I that's the the really big thing, right? And you were talking about this earlier with the idea that when when you can have whatever firearm you want as long as you can get enough money for it. As long as you have enough money to buy the permits and, and go through the process. And even if you don't have a clean enough record, you can usually pay enough money through the court system to clean out your record in order to allow yourself to to have this. So this this really is a barrier for people on on just the, the financial side of things. It's not about a matter of safety. Um, now, granted, once you become an FFL or you are granted these permits, right? Um, as bootleg has talked about, they get to come to your house or come over to your, your business of residence um, and check it out to make sure that you're still up to snuff on everything. So you, you really are giving up some of your, your freedom 
in order to practice some of your freedom, which is a really weird, um, which is a really weird idea that you give up freedom to have freedom when freedom was supposed to be protected from the beginning. I paid enough money so I can have guns sent to my home. That's how I got this. Uh, yeah, because you need to hear that. Yeah, um, of course. But so Jennifer, who is Jenny, who is quote unquote, and I will say she asked to be called this. Uh, she is quote unquote meme whore at Not a Real Libertarian podcast. Um, she says, I took it down. I forgot where I was going with that. I like the KSG only for the looks, but my go to is a Glock 19. You are wrong in all aspects of that. The Glock 17 is far superior to the 19. Um, Alex Flores says, ooh, that slide sound. Now I got a chub. My favorite thing about the Glock 9 is that it's not 9 millimeter. <laughs> it's a 45. <laughs> Does so, it make sense? Can we talk about that? Like, I was going to go on some tirade. Oh, go uh, ahead. Either way. So first thing I'll say is the ATF can only check where my space of business is, which is my basement. They can't check the rest of the house. So they don't know everything I have. And then can we can we just like um who's the autistic fucking idiot at Glock who's like, hey, the Glock nine is not gonna be a nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> like FN was like the five oh nine, nine millimeter. Ooh. Makes sense. The Glock nine, it's not gonna be a nine millimeter. You know what will be a nine millimeter? Glock 17. You know what also won't be a 9mm? Glock 19. Uh, like, the Glock 45, I think, is the only... No, not even... The Glock 45 is not even a 45, is it? No. Uh, I think <laughs> the only thing that lines up with this name is, I think, the Glock 22. Which is amazing, because of how many variants of Glocks there are. Yeah. No! The Glock 22 is not a 22. It's a 40. Oh, but you can get a 22 round magazine. <laughs> Glock. Dude. So. Can I... <laughs> go ahead. Go go for it. Crack them open. You know what it's like working at Glock? They're like, hey, thanks for signing up to work at Glock here. Here's a bag of cocaine. A bag of crack, and uh, here's a small meth pipe. Figure it out. <laughs> Fuck you. And here's here's a big bottle of rum, just to make yeah. sure you're you're well off. Yeah, we we want to make sure that you you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you know, you know, be fucking great. The Glock 22 should be a fucking 45. Oh, I'm sorry, a 40. The Glock 19. It's not gonna be a nine. But you know what will be? Seventeen. <laughs> fucking pupils are dilated to fucking here. It's amazing. There's just there's no that oh. 
Glock in their naming process is government and their gun legislation. Just no <laughs> sense whatsoever. Just we're gonna put up some ideas on the wall. Go stand fifty yards away. If you can hit the wall, we'll pass the law. How about that? If you put a grip on the front end of your pistol, it's now a rifle. What? <laughs> or an AOW. Or an AOW, yeah. Oh. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And 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 I would be remiss without talking about it, of course. Uh, because when we talk about serial numbers, right, which makes it not a, a ghost gun, we can find out like kind of who owned it and follow this train of events. When guns are used in a homicide, over 80% of them are used by the gun's non-legal owner. So that's all that we're using these numbers for is to find out, hey, gun laws don't work. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, that really is the truth, though, is you remember, I can't remember what bill it was, but they tried to pass a bill that was basically saying they're going to create a registry that lists all the people and what guns they own in their home. Yeah. You know what that would do? That would promote people breaking into homes when people aren't there that own guns so they can mm-hmm. go steal guns to commit crimes with. Mm-hmm. Because we know about government and and how they keep their documents so secured and safe. And, and, um, of course, that would never get leaked to the public. And and bad people would never be able to to take that and and go and target grandma with her 12-gauge shotgun. And then go and steal up an armory with that shotgun. Um, You know, yeah. No, it's... it's, I I was looking in at the, the gun gun organizations the pro-gun organization so clearly not the nra um but like (laughs) looking at these organizations and figuring out how they're fighting these battles it's just common sense right when we talk about gun registries right how the registry would be used as as a means of violence in order to obtain firearms for things outside of it um it would also target people right now when uh, police go to somebody's house that they know owns firearms, they're more likely to use acts of violence and everything else, put more lives at risk. Red flag laws, of course, we, we've seen how, you know, Gary or yeah, Gary Willis was the first one to be killed there in Maryland um, because of red flag laws. Like all of these things where they just try to actually physically intervene uh, results in people dying. And, and so it's like, well, you guys don't really know what you're doing. That's 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 apparent. Um, you guys are making these situations worse. Um, but what can you guys do? Well, we could ban things for poor people. Oh, c- c- that's that's poor people shouldn't defend themselves. I agree. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It, the the whole entire uh, yeah. I could I can I can rant about gun legislation for years. Uh, the entire topic is by people who have no idea about what the hell they're talking about that have these feelings things, right? There's a couple, there's a couple Democrats who are big on gun control that actually know a damn thing about guns. Um, Chuck Schumer from New York is FFL. He's got a type, uh, class C, uh, license. He goes out there, he shoots fully automatic, but he owns and, and operates his fully automatic rifles and, and, uh, firearms, this guy knows his guns. You don't see him going out there and pushing for gun con- 
gun control or gun legislation. He may sponsor it. He may agree with some of it, but he's not the, the front and center guy. You see Diane Feinstein, who has no clue whatsoever, no fucking idea about guns. She thinks that AR-15s um, are shooting massive slugs that are like 50 BMGs, and they're just taking out schools and hospitals and, and um, weddings and everything else. She's the one front and center going, we need to end this. And so you have the entirely ignorant populace pushing for this stuff. And if we would sit down and just go, you have to, if you are going to get involved with this, if you actually think that the Constitution doesn't matter, and we know you don't, uh, but if you're going to actually go and infringe upon people's rights of of keeping and bearing arms, um, then you at least need to know a damn thing about it. Let's go shoot these firearms. Let's go actually see what it's like. Because you guys wouldn't be talking about how the recoil of an AR-15 is going to like you know blow off somebody's shoulders when when what we see and I'm sure you saw this in in your boot camp of people messing around and putting it up against like their gonads and shooting it. Maybe not boot camp, but out in the out in the field, like shooting it up against your gonads because it doesn't have that recoil. It doesn't fucking hurt because it there is no recoil when it comes to like the ar-15 or the uh, m16 and stuff like that these are these are in that's why they're loved is because there's very little recoil um and and they're easily accessible and easily manufactured like it's an it's insane so <clears throat> well people don't also think about and there is a lady who is who resides in the state of tennessee and she is vision impaired, but is not hearing impaired. And she is someone that I think is a phenomenal human being. And she's actually been denied buying a firearm by gun stores because she's vision impaired. And the reason being is that if a gun store owner sells a firearm to someone that they believe may misuse or is not capable of properly properly using that firearm they can be held personally liable for it by the ATF which just encourages don't ask don't tell yeah so <clears throat> the last line of defense for what I would consider common sense gun control is your gun store or someone who's selling you a firearm. Yeah. Now, I don't promote legislation for gun control. But if someone walked up to me and said, hey, I want to buy a gun. I think my old lady deserves to get shot in the fucking head. What I'm going to say is uh, you can go fuck yourself and get the fuck away from me. Because... I don't support people killing people for no good reason. Yeah. Um, if your wife is cheating on you, that's not a good reason. If you think you, if you don't like her, that's not a good reason. It, it's if, if she's is, threatening your bodily, your life, mm-hmm. it's a good reason. Yeah. That's it. If, if she comes at you with a knife, like, so look, I support equality to the extent that if she is coming at you, with a knife, like a kitchen knife, and you put a a, a nine mil dead yeah. center, that's fine. Justified. I mean, it doesn't it, matter it, if she's a woman or a man. You coming after somebody's life, you you've decided that their life wasn't worth it, and they have the right to defend themselves. Yeah, you have signed a check that says your life is null and void. Uh, you have buried yourself. Um, 
and this idea that just because this individual is blind means that they can't have a firearm, their basic birthright of self-defense is not good enough because they're blind is not a good enough reason. And I, now I will say I had never, I gotta keep hitting this mic. I hope I'm not killing people's ears. I'm sorry. Uh, but it is not a good enough reason to say that someone can't defend themselves because the most recognizable sound in the world, (laughs) you break into someone's house and all you hear is, There's there's a pile of poop at the door <laughs> and footsteps running away. Exactly. I mean it's it's not it's not hard to understand. She doesn't even need to load it. No. The FBI Just a racking. Has, yeah. The FBI has determined the simple possession of a firearm prevents more crime than ownership of firearms has ever caused. The simple possession yeah. of owning a firearm, not even brandishing or not even yeah. using, has prevented more crime than firearm ownership has ever caused. Yep, and and um, the CDC is no longer allowed to do gun control studies or gun safety studies. Um, but before that, they were excluded from being able to do so. They found that between five hundred thousand and three million defensive use of firearms, so that's brandishing or or otherwise. Um, happens each and every year, far outweighing the number of gun crimes that are happening, and and that's that's actually taking an action, as opposed to you know just having a sign out on your front door or on your property saying you know there's a firearm in here. You don't want to call them trespassing. You don't you know having the threat of deadly force and having a means of it is inc- is an incredible deterrent. And and to your point of like being blind is 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 not a justification or being visually impaired is not a justification. I agree with that. And usually when I talk about this, I, I usually get people on the felony, right? Felons are people that are living back in society once again. They have paid their due they've paid their dues by going through the criminal justice system and they're back in society. They should be, if they are in society, they have those same rights as, as everyone else, and they should have those rights restored because they also need to be able to defend themselves. Um, and this is where a lot of people go, oh, Jason, you just want violent murderers to, to have this. No, I want a criminal justice system that works for us. We don't have a problem with the felons. We have a problem with the system. But, but to the point that we need to have, there shouldn't be a, a stopgap there for, for anybody who's in society of, of not being able to, I don't want, I certainly don't want taxes and, and financials to, to stand in the way of people being able to defend themselves. So Joe Vasquez posted the coat hanger meme. Oh, you, you bringing is, it up. Oh, geez. What? Coat hangers are making a comeback. Oh. So, I will say this. The argument I've made to people is if a felon is too dangerous to own a firearm legally, like if they can't go into a store and buy a firearm, then they're too dangerous to be on the streets. Exactly. Why are they on the streets then? And people will say, oh, well, you know, there's only so many years that a a person can do for a felony. I'm saying, okay, that's fine. I, I get that. Right? Like, so... 
like I don't think a child molester should be out on the streets after two or three years. Yeah. But why is it that the system is allowing this to happen? And they'll say something like, oh, well, that's the system we live in. And, you know, we got to we got to prevent them. No, 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 no. Stop justifying bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Stop. (laughs) Stop making excuses for bad legislation. Yeah. Why is it that someone who got caught for a nonviolent felony cannot own a firearm to defend themselves? It's either you believe in the right to bear arms or you don't. Yeah. You know, I hit my mic again. You're fine. Um, Most people don't understand that Washington actually conscripted felons, like what we would consider now felons, to fight in the Continental Army. Continental Army to fight the British. Yeah. If we believed so strongly as a nation that felons shouldn't own firearms, uh, if things got to the point where, like, say, let's say, let's say, let's say, look, look, let's say Putin wanted that smoke, right? And said, you know what? I think the Eastern Seaboard needs some communism. I think the Eastern Seaboard needs to be uh, a part of the, the Russian Empire. Are you going to feel the same way? Are you going to feel like we shouldn't let felons have firearms? Are you, are you going to care so much about safety that certain individuals shouldn't own firearms? Because Martha just, Stewart. Yeah, Martha fucking Stewart. Insider trading can never carry a firearm again. Can't vote exactly. in our elections and cannot carry a firearm. Firearm legislation. So pretty much everything that felonies restrict people from was designed to keep black Americans or former slaves from basically existing. Yep. Uh, it was designed to keep prior slaves from voting. It was designed to keep prior slaves from owning firearms because it used to be felonies were only given out to runaway slaves or people who assisted runaway slaves. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me that, um, if we can go to politics for a second, the left is generally talks about the racist history of America and they advocate for the government. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we look at it from a historical standpoint, every point in which the government has tried to grow um, in in the early times, or um, I'd say all the way up through the civil rights movement, even a little bit after that was in favor of racism. But yet they'll take those ideas that they implemented during this in order to hurt black people or or minorities. And they'll say, well, now, because we're doing this for virtuous reasons, this isn't going to hurt black people. This isn't going to hurt minorities in our country. This is going to help them. Right. When we talk when they talk about minimum wage and raising the minimum wage, this hurts young black Americans more than it hurts any other any other demographic. But we want it, and, and it's going to be nice in the end. Um, you know, we want to have uh, uh, expand the education system. Who does this hurt the most? It hurts young uh, African American kids in our in our public education system. 
This is these. Uh, whenever we talk about these things, whenever we talk about the growth, it is always hurting Black Americans more than it hurts anybody else. And and the the good that it, the, that it quote unquote achieves, which I would say is, is uh, very little to none, is far outweighed by the negative effects against people of color and certainly even uh, poor Americans, just in general, regardless of 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 race. So there's this there's this huge cognitive dissonance there where people want to see good things, but using the government always leads to bad things. Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden even said it himself, right? He said, uh, even from the early days of the United States, certain people weren't allowed to own firearms. Well, who is he talking about? Slaves. Uh, Harriet Tubman, the founder of the Underground Railroad. Now, I talk about this all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, and I'm fine with putting her on a denomination of bill, whatever it is, the one, two, five, ten, twenty, whatever it is. I'm gonna give her own bill, a sixty-nine dollar bill. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not that I want to have sixty-nine with Harry Tubman. Don't, don't you? I, I hear you chat already. Don't you do that to me? Don't you do that? But uh. I think you overestimate the the reach of this podcast, but um, we uh, have meme whore and of other people ready to make memes about this. All right, but uh, I'm I'm ready for that. <laughs> she, yeah, she uh, she she owned a rifle. She wasn't legally allowed to. She would have been a felon at that time. Yeah, and I've said if we put her on a denomination, that's fine. I'm fine with that, but let's keep it accurate to the history. Yeah, put her on a bill with the rifle that she would have had at that time. Oof. Democrats don't want that though. They want the pander. They want the the, the black woman on the dollar bill. And, yeah, you know she's like free and slaves, which is accurate. But they don't want the rifle because they they want to hate guns because they don't want actual free people. They want democracy, which means nine out of ten the people. Will the majority? Yeah, yeah. They nine out of ten people can vote to take the tenth person's guns. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I and and just to pitch that real quick, what's more fucking American than having guns on your currency? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking America. Like I would love to go. I would I would stack those bills up and I would go to Europe and I would use them everywhere I could. I don't want I don't want the currency exchange. You can go to the currency exchange. Here's the AR15 bill. Here's the you know, just just have it on all of our bills. And I would love to sprinkle that in, in gun free countries. We <laughs> So uh, I announced last night that I will be running for uh for the oh, presidential geez. nomination for uh the Libertarian Party in twenty twenty four. Not seriously, jokingly. Okay, uh, I was going to say, I've already ruined that by tonight's episode. I'm sorry for that. Nah, that's fine. Uh, Spike Cohen's been on Muddy Waters for years, so, uh, I mean, if he can make VP, all I gotta do is fix my speech. Not sound like a hillbilly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, my first act as president <laughs> will be to change all the U.S. currency into denominations that equate with uh, calibers. Oh, <sighs> So we'll, we'll have the 22, the 9, the 40, the 45, the 308, 
<laughs> would you would you have it be like three hundred and eight dollars or would you have it be thirty point eight cents? So it would be thirty dollars and eight cents or thirty dollars and eighty cents. Okay. So the two two three is a less than a quarter. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's fine. Look, it, what, what I like it, it though. What what it'll what it'll do is it'll it'll really fuck with all the Europeans. Um because well, it'll be a mixture. See, yeah, because so, we have we have metric and we also have standard. Standard. <laughs> so, oh jeez, I'm eating red lobster and you guys are still on. Ha ha ha. Well, good luck with the crabs, bro. Um. <laughs> um. But. So people, so I lived in Europe for quite a few years, um, and they always like, "Oh, you Americans, you don't use metric. You guys are stupid." And I'm like, "Yeah, we do. Just, just only in high schools, but only every few months." This no, is, what, this, what I, <laughs> this is why the Americans win gold medal in all shooting events. Yeah, so <laughs> they were raised in it in high school. So, <clears throat> so um, there's there's only one country that's been to the moon, and, and we don't use metric, but there's only also one country that is superior in firearms, and we also don't only use metric. Uh, I mean, we use standard, we use metric. I mean, five five six two two three nine millimeter seven six two. 308, I mean, yeah, 6.5 Creed more, 6.5, whatever. Yeah, no, we that's what's beautiful about those. Is they, they, there's something else that we use that's commonly metric for us. I don't remember what it was, it was firearms and something else. Oh, there we go. Welcome back. Uh, we're we've passed those jokes. I had to leave quickly because my kids came home and it happened to be on a dead baby joke. We don't talk uh, about dead baby jokes here anymore. As long as your kids aren't dead, we're good. Uh, kids are good. Uh, babies are good. Uh, babies are great. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're not going to go there. Yep. Um, <laughs> nervous hat movement. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a hat, but I would move it too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I, it, who who wouldn't want to use standard anymore? Like, we arguably are are one of the better countries in the world, if not the best. That's disputable to p- depend on the metrics you're looking at. But so we got a good thing going. Let's uh, let's go there. Let's uh, let's go there. All right. So, if if your metric is individual freedom, the United States, as I said on Tuesday, for those of you who don't know and who may still be watching, uh, on Tuesdays I do a news broadcast, and Tuesday I covered that the United States is the last, the only, and last bastion of Ameri- individual freedom. On the planet. We are the only nation that possesses negative rights. 
-hmm. And by negative rights, I mean we have rights that take away from the government that are not given. Oh, I caught that one. Let's check that out. Nice. Um, you did. Uh, we're the only nation that has rights that take away from the centralized government and not given by the centralized government. Um, a, a quick example of those would be, right, you have a natural right that government sees of right to ownership of firearms, right? It's, if it was a positive claim, right, this would be that they give you a firearm. But the negative right is that you are able to go in and and obtain these as long as you circumnavigate all the laws that they have in place. Well, no, not even that. Like, so a, a positive route would be that the government says you have a right to own firearms as long as you meet these uh, certain criteria. Okay. Negative rights means you can, you have the right to own firearms period. Meaning the federal, so the, the federal government has zero big goose egg. Uh, rights to regulate firearms and that's how our founding fathers outlined the constitution yep this thing here uh and said during the revolutionary war there were individual single individuals who were americans or born in what we now know as america and said hey we want to own privateers which were ships, giant mm-hmm. ships with massive amounts of cannons, and said, hey, we want to own these things. And the Continental Congress said, yeah, sure. That's that's what we want. Second they Amendment. Said, they said, it's fucking sweet, bro. <laughs> uh, before then, they would have had to ask permission from the British government to own those things. And yeah. the only people that were allowed to were um, companies such as the East India Trading Company who had massive amounts of money. Yep. Kind of like and today. We're, and we're taxed and we're collecting taxes to bring back to the government as well. Yep. Yeah. And well, so I said, I said second amendment and I, I got ahead in history. So you said revolutionary war. So this is us declaring our independence and getting that. Um, and then afterwards we still had individuals trying to get these, these ships with cannons. And that's when, was it Franklin or was it Jefferson? One of them wrote a letter and said, absolutely second amendment. But one of the, one of the founders had said that. And, and so this was, this was before the constitution and after the constitution. It wasn't Jeff. uh, It wasn't Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson actually was not a pro gun person, but he was an anti-slavery person, which was an interesting concept. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Franklin. Okay. I'm not certain. Um, there was a there was a lot of weird stuff with the founding fathers. Um, uh, a monarchist. Yeah. Damn you, Hamilton. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but yeah, firearms are the only thing that separates the United States from every other nation. Um, Canadians claim to have a right to free speech. Hmm. Uh, they don't. Yeah, they built C sixteen, which was basically you had to. Um, pronouns were a big thing for them for a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. 
huge thing. It was a criminal offense to get somebody's pronoun wrong repeatedly. Yep. The Brits are very similar. Um, there's a guy in, I think, Scotland who taught his dog to do the uh, Nazi salute as a yep. joke. It was it was straight up like it was a it was for a YouTube skit and it was making fun of Nazis. The guy who owned the dog went to prison for years. Yep. Uh, number one for animal abuse. Number two for hate uh, for hate speech because the Brits once again have shown that they have no sense of humor. Um, the dog was put down too, wasn't it? I believe so. <laughs> the dog did nothing but was trained to do something, and and clearly was was offending society and needed to be taken out. Yeah, it's. it's I mean. It, it comes down to, <laughs> look, I don't promote violence. But the simple fact that if Americans have the same firepower, or it used to be that the American citizenry had greater firepower than the federal government. Mm-hmm. But they had, they, had the, they had better firepower than the federal government, state governments, local governments, all of it. We were the government. And, Firepower. We were the governments. Yeah. Uh, the Battle of Athens, which was only 50 some years ago. Actually, it was 50 years ago this year. There was a sheriff who decided he didn't wasn't going to like the election results, stole the ballot box, and hid in the jail, the county jail. And American uh, average Americans went and stormed the jail. Americans who had returned from World War II who had some military training, decided they, were, they weren't going to put up with that shit. They, after a three-day siege, uh, the sheriff gave up and his deputies gave up, and turns out he wasn't going to win. Uh, that's oh. why uh, firearm ownership is far more critical than the First Amendment, the Third, Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, whatever. Yeah, because that's supposed the, to be the protector. Yeah. Without the second, none of the others exist. I had um this reminds me I, I and I wasn't making jokes on that on that show. Um but I, I held a panel with an absolute incredible guy who we were talking about civil asset forfeiture. Surprise, surprise. But um he was talking about it and he broke it down, right? And he broke down, you know, you have the first amendment, the right to gnash our teeth and, and yell about things. We have a fourth amendment. We have a fifth amendment. We have sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and explains all of these. And he's like, and if all of those fail, we have the second amendment to pr- protect that. And it's the most beautiful way that anyone could ever describe this stuff. And that's why it's so incredibly important for me. And, and I know for you that we talk about the second amendment, we talk about the purpose of it. We talk about it, not just from a government perspective of like, the idea that you know governments when they become tyrannical and big and overbearing into every aspect of our lives that you know if a revolution of defense of our lives and our liberties and our freedoms um were to come up that that's in the pursuance of the second amendment but also of course for um intruders of your home and and of your property <laughs> i am far less concerned about intruders on my property yeah for the simple reason that word of, so where I live at, it's a smaller community. Word of mouth, um, people understand there's guns in this home. They know that. You, they, you have a big neon sign over your house that says "Buy guns here." <laughs> <laughs> 
If you ain't uh, buying, you, you're you're gonna get one. <laughs> uh, so I've told the story before on your show, mm-hmm. and I'll tell it again here. I don't think I've told it here before. Um, there was a time where individuals broke into the home, into my home, the house that I'm in right now, uh, and I'm actually looking at the door that they came through. Uh, and grounds were discharged and they booked it out of here so quick that I think there's still rubber insole marks on the driveway. Um, but since then, nobody looks at this house. Uh, no, I mean, word of mouth gets around and they're like, that dude's fucking crazy. Or, like that dude's got fucking guns. Yeah. And I mean either way, going back to the FBI thing, having firearms, it's a good deterrent. Well yeah, and do you want to be the person on that list that says or like for example, do you want to be the person that has the house that says we hate guns and then live live in a bad neighborhood where like people break into houses all the time? Um if you play, is this firework or gunshots more than once in a <laughs> more than once a week? Do you want to have my house as a gun free zone? <laughs> yeah, uh, I would rather be honestly. I'd, I'd honestly rather be on the list of uh, gun owners. Um, yeah, they yeah. can they can they can try to steal what they want to. Uh, my wife is not working. And uh, she's so. I will say this: uh, females are far better shooters than men. They have better breathing control, and they don't fuck around. Women are far more vindictive than men are. So, kick, kick, find a white woman, kick in her door that she's got like decorations on, and see what happens. See and if it's fall. Try and take her pumpkin spice latte. Try it. <laughs> Try it. Yeah. Good, good luck. Mm. <laughs> well, it's almost two hours. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I've, I've stolen too much of your night, sir. You've got kids. I've got kids. My wife is upstairs, like, waiting by the door with the other shotgun. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like we're both we're both uh airing on that that territory now. <laughs> but is there so Monday nights on Muddy Waters Media, except for the second Tuesdays of every month. Uh next Mr. month Beauty. is gonna be different, but yes. Ooh. Well yes. you wanna go ahead and plug that? Yeah, absolutely. So um so what 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 bootleg um was talking about was uh typically every Second Monday of every month, my show gets canceled for for a day. We we practice cancel culture at Muddy Waters Freedom, um, <laughs> and so we have the roundtable discussion. And Bootleg was actually was on the premiere, the pilot episode last Monday. So if you guys missed that, make sure you guys go over to Muddy Waters um, on all your favorite apps, whether it's Facebook, Twitch, Float, um, Twitter. Uh, I'm missing a couple. YouTube. There we go. YouTube is another big one. Um, or you can find us on your favorite podcast app. Any of them, all of them. Um, and you can go check that out. I have not seen it yet. I apologize. But uh, I know that it was a hell of a show. 
um, from all the, the reviews I've received. So you guys can check that out. But when I when we're not practicing cancel culture, um, I've got my show all the rest of the Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, what I do is I talk about politics and social issues, one liberty at a time. So we take a deep dive into one specific issue with an amazing, beautiful um, guest. I, I had bootleg on before we talked about guns and and going from the infancy stage of taking your first steps into firearms. And then of course, down into the rabbit hole of, of purpose and everything else. And so we get really well-rounded deep dives into, into different topics and uh, always a great time. Um, and, and again, you can find us on all your favorite social media apps for live shows or find us later on the go on your uh, favorite podcast apps. And I will say, <laughs> For those of you who have not done so yet, and I forgot this plug again, and it's my fucking ad read. Go to, if I can find it here, notagirlpodcast.com and buy some sweet, sweet merch. Uh, we have, uh, I've took them off. Fuck. Where is it at? Uh, Not real news broadcast. We'll do this one. Thou shalt. Fucketh around, or thou shalt find out. Mm. And don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. But those are some of the March items we have. Uh, that will also help us do the once a month. Uh, not Liberty Luau. That's that's my next ad read. Uh, the Libertarians Under Fire. That's what I mean. Libertarians yes. Under Fire episode a month. Um, if you'd like to sponsor that episode every month, let me know. Um, once a week, well, almost every day, every week, Mondays through Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have a show. Mondays is Not a Real Liberty Luau, which is the Redacted Caucus of the Libertarian Party episode, uh, hosted by the Oklahoma. Tuesday night is my solo news show, which is not a real news broadcast. Wednesday night is not a real veterans podcast, which is hosted by Will Darty and his co-host Braxton Voorhees. And Thursday night every week, except for next week, uh, will be not a real libertarian podcast. Because next week I will be in Russell, Kentucky. So tune in for that. It'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, It'll be a pretty emotional show. Jason. Yes, sir. I appreciate you hanging out with me for like two, two fucking hours. It was fun. Uh, I, I'm expecting to get canceled in, in short order, but it was, uh, it was a great time. Always a pleasure. And uh, looking forward to getting you back on, on mine. And uh, we'll continue on with talking more guns, guns, and more guns. Uh, love the conversation on and off the air. Always. Well, if you get canceled, I mean, we got Fridays, so. <laughs> oh, I might get just canceled out of society for some of those. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Good night. It's All right. Good free. night. Appreciate it.